0: Welcome to the Tending Our Nets Podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. Welcome to the Tending Our Nets Podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman. And I am your host here. We've been talking about the good news of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And we're actually taking a look at the Old Testament and doing that because I want us to understand kind of the bigger picture, the bigger picture that that we see in the, in the story of the Bible that we fit into, the bigger picture that hinges on Jesus, on who he was, on what he did, on his death on the cross, and on his resurrection and ascension. To the throne in heaven. Our last time we talked about um, the old gospel, the good news that God spoke to Abraham when he said that all nations of the earth will be blessed by you. I want to look a little bit more um, at that in focus. Thinking back a couple episodes ago, we looked at the chiasm, or you might say the boomerang of the overall story of the Bible, where you have the beginning in Eden and creation was good. You have the end. In new creation, and it is very good, right? You have the fall, and that being reversed, the restoration. You have death and resurrection. God working all of these things, reversing all of these things. And I just want to look at one instance of this that you know most Christians probably haven't really thought about very much. Uh, Brought to my attention uh, reading uh, some of the works of Dr. Michael Heiser. And he talks about this, and, and this is not you know original to him, there, there are a number of other people that have seen this as well, um, but um, he outlines the ways that Pentecost, the coming of the Spirit, is actually a reversal of what happened at the Tower of Babel. So we think about the Tower of Babel, we have people that are commanded to fill the earth and subdue it, to represent God on earth, and they decide to come together and stay together because they don't want to be scattered they want to to build a strong place for themselves they want to make a name for themselves this is pride and this is rebellion against god so what does god do he looks and he sees them making this tower that's reaching to the heavens they're trying to bring god down to them they're trying to ascend to heaven they're trying to do all of these things and god says no that's not how i work so he confuses them he confuses their language he scatters them and he brings destruction. Now, fast forward to Pentecost, right? We often see Pentecost as just, isn't it neat? God gave the gift of the Spirit. And some denominations still think that's important today and speak in tongues, and others don't. We argue about that. So maybe we don't want to focus too much on Pentecost, especially if we're, we're part of the church that really doesn't feel the work of the Spirit in that way anymore. And you know, we either think it's not important, or maybe we're embarrassed by that fact, so we don't focus on it too much. But I actually think we're missing the point with Pentecost. We focus on the Spirit, we focus on tongues, we focus on spiritual gifts, but at the end of the day, it's actually about mission. So at Babel, you have pride and rebellion. What does the Spirit bring? The Spirit brings obedience. The Spirit is the way that God restrains wickedness in his people. God confused the languages at Babel. What did we see? We see people that came from every nation under earth, where they had been scattered, that suddenly understand what people are saying in their languages, even though those people don't know how to speak those languages, right? So suddenly you see the reversal of that confusion of language. This signals the reversal of Babel. At Babel, people were scattered. At Pentecost, they've gathered for a pilgrimage feast. God calls the nations to repent, all nations to repent. Everywhere that people were scattered at Babel now is meant to be brought into the family of God. That is what Pentecost signals. At Babel, what does this lead to? It leads to destruction, right? And at Pentecost, we actually see that it leads to renewal, God making all things new, God expanding his kingdom on earth through the Jew first, because they were there at Pentecost and then returned home, and then also through the Gentile. One of the most beautiful things about this to me is that it makes sense of the exile we often look at the exile as just God saying, you know what? You didn't do what I told you to do, Israel. I'm going to punish you. You're going into exile by Felicia, right? That's how we often read the Bible. And there's definitely truth to that. It was meant to be a punishment, a chastisement to bring them back to the mission that they were called to. But God actually had another plan as well. It wasn't just about bringing them back to the land. Scattering them, prepared them to come back to the land during Pentecost after Jesus had ascended to heaven when the Spirit fell. And those Jews that had come back in pilgrimage heard these languages that they knew Galileans couldn't speak. And they understood them and they heard them and they saw the tongues of fire in the presence of the Spirit and they said, Wow and they were converted. They believed, and then they took that gospel back home with them. That is what we see God using the exile to do. He had told Abraham, he had promised to Abraham all the nations of the earth will be blessed by you. And when Israel came back from exile and then still focused on themselves and pulled away from the world because they wanted to be pure, they didn't want to be defiled by these wicked Gentiles. God says, all right, well, I've actually already prepared the way because as you were scattered, so you'll come back. I will give my spirit and through the work of my son. We will see all the nations of the world blessed. And you actually see this, I think, called out very obviously when we see uh, Pentecost described in the book of Acts, and it says specifically that there were Jews there from every nation under heaven. And what do we see right before Babel? We see a table of all of these nations. These are where they were scattered too at Babel, and now God has brought people from those nations to then go back and take the gospel. And uh, and I'll end with this. It's not just a mission for the Jews. I think God calls the Gentiles to the same mission that in Acts 10 and 11, when we see Peter preaching the gospel to Gentiles at Cornelius's house, and the spirit falls on them while Peter is preaching, I think that's an echo of what we see at Pentecost, right? It's an echo that's basically saying, I called you, my people, Israel, to be part of reversing Babel. But I'm not going to stop there. You are not going to be the only ones preaching the gospel that are going to be a blessing to all the nations of the earth to bring this blessing of the good news of Jesus. The Gentiles are going to do this too, and I'm going to validate that by sending my spirit upon them in the presence of peter opening his eyes to their role and to their position in the family of god so that's another kind of big picture piece of the gospel the story of the bible and how we see the good news of jesus being spread throughout the world thanks for tuning in please like subscribe write a review share with your friends Spread the word so that we can help Christians share the gospel with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Attending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Attending Our Nets. Raise us up to bear your.